Warning, the Motion Picture Association of America requires that we inform you that this episode of Derek and Mindy's Fun with Movies contains massive spoilers that could ruin a first-time screening of the film covered in this episode. So, if you don't want to know that Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's that Goose in Top Gun, that is really Kaiser Sose at the end of The Usual Suspects, or that Bruce Willis was a the whole time in The Sixth Sense, then proceed with caution. Powered by Transistor FM. Grab your popcorn, silence your phones, and tell your friends to shut up. Do not adjust your projector settings because what you're about to hear is real. The Derek Duvall Show presents Derek and Mindy's Fun with Movies. Prepare yourself for insight and honest reviews from a married couple with varying movie tastes. Hot takes, hotter insights, and news you can use. Now, coming to you live to tape from the Derek Duvall Production Bunker, it's Mindy and Derek Duvall! Hello, Duvall Nation. Hi, everyone. Hey, hey. Hi. Hey, thank you, everyone. Please sit. Thank you. Welcome, everyone, to another fantastic episode of Derek and Mindy's Fun with Movies. All right. How you doing, Mindy? Great. How are you? Oh, trying to survive this heat. Do you want to go ahead and tell our loyal listeners what film we're going to be talking about today? Yes. Today, we are going to be talking about Spider-Man No Way Home. Spider-Man No Way Home. One of Marvel's most popular in fact, she might be like one of the most popular films Marvel ever put out, especially during the pandemic. It broke all the box office records for the last two years because guess what? Nothing came out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Until all these other big ones recently. And yeah. 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 It's, it was the highest grossing film of 2021 and the sixth highest grossing film of all time, which is in itself amazing. Wait, 2021? Mm-hmm. Okay. Right here. So Mindy, obviously you've, you, we've watched the Marvel movies together. What did you know about this film going into it? I knew that it was the sequel to the last Spider-Man movie that had Jake Gyllenhaal in it. Far From Home? Yes. <laughs> nice. And I knew, that, I knew that we were going to see it because it's a Marvel movie. Yeah. <laughs> How about you? What did you know about this film? Actually, believe it or not, I tried to tried not to saturate myself with any of it as much as possible because I heard the rumors that it was going to be a multiverse film, which means they're going to be taking characters from other Spider-Man movies and bringing them into this universe. I try not to, uh, you know, diverge into this because I wanted to be surprised. And unfortunately, you know, it's just, this is the age we live in with the internet. Things leak out. I saw a photograph of, of uh, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland in one photo. And I'm like, well, that ruined that surprise. But believe it or not, it didn't totally kill it for me because when we saw it in the theaters, and you were sitting next to me when I, I, I like I like Andrew Garfield. He did a great job. But Tobey Maguire is my Spider-Man. And seeing him come in through that portal, the whole theater went nuts. I mean, everyone was like, holy shit, it's it's Tobey Maguire. It's, it's Peter Parker, you know, and it was amazing. He, it, it was like he slipped right back into it. Like it was like putting on a his favorite sweater. It, he just fell right back into it. Yeah, he did. It was, he was like a natural and he could tell he was just like happy to be there. Yeah. So for those who haven't seen it, uh, basically the basic plot is after 
Far From Home, Peter Parker's identity as Spider-Man has been revealed to the world uh, through Joey Jonah Jameson, who is once again played by the amazing uh, J.K. Simmons. And again, he is born to play that role. He just, I could not imagine anyone in this world playing that role but him. Anyway, he has, of course, you know, put it out in the world that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. The fans are turning against him because of some digital creations that made it look like he killed Mysterio in the last film. So he's wanted for murder and all these things. His friends are suffering because of his their association with him as Spider-Man. Uh, he is being, you know, having trouble at home. His aunt is having being threatened to have him take away because she was his guardian. He's still recovering from Tony Stark's death. I mean, it, there was a lot going on here. So, there was a lot to unpack. There's a lot to unpack. So he's like, you know, I'm going to do the one thing I know that'll, that can make this right. He goes to see Dr. Stephen Strange, who has become, in my opinion, my favorite of all the Avengers. I I mean, I loved Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark, but he's not here anymore. And Stephen Strange is just a great character, one that I identify with. You know, he's ha he's handsome. He's brainy, very <laughs> intelligent. And I think that was a side a side-handed uh, compliment about yourself. He's handsome, he's brainy, he's awesome, and I really identify with him. I really do identify with him. <laughs> so anyway, seeing him and he goes to see him and said, Hey, can you make the world remember? Uh sorry, not remember that I'm Spider-Man more. He's like, Oh shit, yeah, we can do that, no problem. And he messes up the spell and he because Spider-Man keeps interrupting him. Very because true. He, every time he's like, okay, cool. Nobody's about to know who you are. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Can this person yeah. know? All right, fine. Everybody's going to forget except for this person. He starts the spell again. It's like, oh, wait, wait, wait. You mean these other people? And he's like, are you freaking serious right now? Yeah. I feel like they should have like sat down and actually thought that one through. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm... if you're going to mess with, you know, yeah, space-time continuum, space yeah. continuum, you might want to have a plan for that. <laughs> yeah. So, of course, the multiverse cracks open. And for me, like I said, now I've been a fan of the Spider-Man movies since the early 2000s when we first had Tobey Maguire break on the scene. And to see them bring the villains from those movies into this universe, number one, they don't look like they've aged today. Two, the, the effects are even better, but they still made it look like it's the original stuff. And uh, to see Willem Dafoe play the Goblin again, and of course, you know, Alpha Merlena playing um, Doc Ock. And now I wasn't that big into the Garfield movies, so I'm like, it was all right, you know, the lizard and, and, and what have you, but see, like Sandman and stuff like that. It was awesome. And the best part, too, is when you take kids from this future, from this realm, and you put like a guy named Doc Ock in the room, and they're like, what's your name? Otto Octavius. They're like, no, 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 what's your real name? Otto Octavius. And they're like, really? <laughs> you know? And it's uh it's pretty cool. And then of course, like I said, they have to Peter Parker tries to cure them, try to make them not villains anymore, because they realize in every real every reality they belong into, they get killed by Spider-Man. So he's trying to figure out like how to fix it. And it of course it goes tits up and everything gets messed up. And um, it's just a great film. And of course, then in the final act, what everybody's been hoping for is Andrew Garfield to show up, Tobey Maguire to show up to give Spider-Man that last little, like, get you over the finish line together. And they... Three Spider-Man! Three Spider-Man. And they play off each other so well. It was like it was like getting the band together, but they never even formed, you know? Yeah. And, it was like, uh, they were saying, it's like, man, it's so great to be around somebody who actually knows what it feels like to be Peter Parker and Spider-Man. Like, yeah. what? They were like, oh, they're just like being with a bunch of brothers. 
and in a way they also give you kind of a ps of what's going on in their in their realm like at the very end of the last spider-man movie with Andrew garfield uh emma stone gruesomely died in that movie if you watch it it's like the wettest smack of the head into concrete you'll ever hear it makes you cringe and he of course then was just like devastated by it so he says in the movie like he was so grieving that he stopped pulling punches and he was hurting people and some of that and then Tobey Maguire, same way he like his best friend, you know, turned into a super villain and he had to kill him. And him and MJ are still living together, and that was so great. But yeah, it was uh, it was awesome. But of course, in the end, you know, everybody has to forget who he is. I mean, this time everybody has to forget who he is, and so he loses the love of his life and his best friend. So yeah, that's the basic plot of Spider-Man: No Way Home. That's not the plot, by the way. That's the whole entire movie. <laughs> So let's go to Mindy's notebook. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm just going to add some funny anecdotes since Derek explained the whole film to us. Um, <laughs> so Spider-Man or Peter Parker goes to Dr. Strange to ask him to do the spell to make everybody forget. And he was like, yeah, so sad. Like, man, I can't believe the college didn't even give you a second chance. And he was like, oh, and he's like, are you serious right now? You asked me to do this big spell and you haven't even tried to ask the <laughs> college if they'll just reconsider? It's like, seriously? Um, then Dr. Strange later says something, I can't even remember what scene this is about, but he was like, we're going to Scooby-Doo that shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's trying to get the get the villains all together because they're all scattered around the room. He's like, <laughs> yeah. Scooby-Doo this shit and figure it out. <laughs> yes, that's what it was. <laughs> and then uh, when he was playing Keep Away, when he was separated from his uh, physical self or physical form. So uh, he knocks Peter Parker out of his you know, physical form because he's trying to get this thing back from him. And he's like playing keep away. And he's like, how are you doing this? I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, another funny line that, uh, that he said, he was like, you know what's cooler than magic? Math. <laughs> that he used math to solve you know how to get him trapped in the uh mirror what is that called the mirror plane the, or... mirror dimension mirror dimension yeah so he used math he's like wait a minute this just looks like a bunch of math so he mapped his way out of there so that that was kind of funny and then i don't know if they pointed this out or if i just wrote this down i wrote lab safety uh because a lot of villains have come or a lot of uh, superheroes have come about so one of them fell into a super collider that's how mm -hmm. he became a villain. One of them fell into a vat of electric eels. That's yeah. how he became a villain. And then Spider-Man himself was bit by a radioactive spider. So I feel like, you know, if they had a little bit more lab safety in these mm -hmm. films, then, you know, we wouldn't have as many villains. So basically what you're saying is, like, if OSHA got involved, we wouldn't have any civilians <laughs> or or, uh, or superheroes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just a simple lab safety check. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Um, and then when they were about to fight, he was like, are you going into battle dressed as a cool youth pastor? That was funny. That yeah. was funny. And then uh, a really cool part, like you said, at the end, they team up for the big fight. They're, they've gotten all the antidotes to help mm -hmm. the supervillains become normal again so they can hopefully not die when they go back to their other dimension. And all three of the Spider-Mans landed on the top of the Statue of Liberty. It was so cool. Yeah. And then when Andrew Garfield saved MJ from falling, because uh, uh, everyone in the theater crapped for that one. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, because he couldn't save his MJ, but he saved this one. 
Yeah. I think, I think a lot of people saw that coming, but to see it actually play out was, uh, I think the movie needed that little bit of a redemption for him because like you said, he had, he basically lost all faith in being Spider-Man at that point. So I think he needed that. So yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Well, that's all I have in my notebook. (laughs) Uh, One note that I have is obviously, you know, after the movies are over, you have the, um, the secret scenes and the one secret scene involving Tom Hardy as Eddie Brock Ooh, from the, yes. the Venom universe came into this movie. And uh, he unknowingly left behind a piece of the Venom symbiote, which is, if you were aware of the Spider-Man lore, it's supposed to bomb with Peter Parker and it's get the, the black Spider-Man suit. It's pretty cool. So I'm interested to see how that turns out. And of course, everybody now knows nothing about Peter Parker. And uh, that's very, very interesting to see where they go with that. So, yeah. Yeah. And of course, now they're saying, because based on the strength of this movie, there's going to be now another Tobey Maguire one. There's going to be another Andrew Garfield one. So everybody's really, really really excited. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's Mm -hmm. really excited about that. So, so in this movie, obviously it's a full cast. Who is your favorite performer in it so far? Oh man. That's a good, that's a good question. Um, I mean, Zendaya, she's always a, a great uh, actress, actor. Mm. She did a great job, and it was great to see Tobey Maguire come back. I thought thought he was probably the sweetest, like, comeback, because he was, like, kind of older. And yeah. Just, well, he's in his 40s yeah. now, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. boy. Ooh, that's old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, for, me, it, it, for me, it's got to be um, Alfred Molina as Doc Ock. Uh, I put Spider-Man 2, the Tobey Maguire time, Spider-Man 2 as probably the second greatest uh, superhero movie ever made. Uh, it is a completely perfect film and one of those rare sequels are better than the original one. It, just, it is a perfect, perfect film. And he was an amazing sympathetic villain. Like it's like you couldn't figure out because he because he couldn't control what was going on in his head that he was this, this became the super villain. And I, I love that movie. And to see him come back and actually be Doc Ock again and with, with tentacles and everything, oh, it was so great. And, of course, yes, to see Tobey Maguire back as Peter Parker. Oh, my God. I mean, I you you were sitting next to me. You saw me, like, all jumping up and down in my seat like a kid who's about to be given, like, a, a free lollipop. I mean, I was just so happy to see him back. So, okay, with that being said, now we're going to go ahead and turn to our famous, now not patented, we just kind of made that up, Rating scale. So, Mindy, what is a one star? Bloody awful. Two stars? Bloody uninspired. Three stars? Bloody average. Four stars? Bloody brilliant. And five? Bloody marvelous. Bloody marvelous. So, that being said, what was your final score for it? I thought this movie was pretty great. So, I gave it four stars. Bloody brilliant. Bloody brilliant. I... I'm very cynical by nature, and I hate to say that because that's just kind of who I've become, but this movie was a slice of just pure joy for two and a half hours in a world that's gone to shit. I give it five stars. Bloody marvelous. I think that's my first five-star rating on this show. That is not true. We both gave Coda five stars. Okay, we did. All right. This is my (laughs) second five-star rating on this show. We need to start writing that down. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, uh, Bloody Marvelous, it, it just everything about it just screamed win to me. And if you ever see that Jean-Luc Picard uh, meme of him going full of win, that was me watching that movie. 
Full of win. Full of win. So with that being said, uh, we want to say thank you to everyone for coming on. But have you had a chance to check out our new store on T Public? We have everything from magnets. We have mugs. We have stickers. We also have a personally curated collection of T-shirts, both chosen very carefully by myself and Mrs. Duval, that has everything from Norm Macdonald to uh, some office memes to everything from Ruth Bader Ginsburg to some pride shirts. So please go to our website, www.derekduvalshow.com. Go to the left side of the banner, hit click merch, and it'll take you directly to a link that will take you to the store on TeePublic. And we want to thank TeePublic for being such amazing partners with us. On behalf of myself and the crew here at the Derek Duvall Show, I want to say thank you, be well, and Mindy. Until next time, we'll, we'll see, see you at, at the movies, planet, planet Earth. This has been a recording of the Derek Duvall Show, and we thank you for listening. Please go to our website, DerekDuvallShow.com, to explore past episodes and find links to purchase merchandise. Please subscribe to our social media channels on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Derek Duval Show.